0: Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, also known as the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, January 1st, 2019. I have to update that on the script. It still says 18, but hey, it's only been a day. Uh, my name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news and politics and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in, you can go to Facebook.com slash ProfaneArg and post something that you would like us to take a look at, and we will discuss it. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to ProfaneArgument.com and click on the Become a Patron link, and that will take you to our Patreon page where you can sign up, and it will allow you to get on Discord where we record and interact with us while we record. Take a look. Let me know what you think. Uh, You can sign up for one of the tiers, uh, create your own custom pledge, and you'll be able to listen live and comment. This week on the show, later on we'll be talking about some abortion laws in Ohio during the lame duck session, and actually beyond Ohio. But first, uh, I wanted to mention this, I saw this on our local Secular Student Facebook page. Today, January 1st, is the anniversary of the Danbury Letter which, if you don't know what that is, there is a full link you can go to that I'll put on the webpage. But uh, it is the letter where Thomas Jefferson defines or first uses the phrase a wall for separation between church and state. So the letter is pretty important for secular government because it very much specifies how in the First Amendment expresses that the government cannot or should not interact and uh, endorse A religion. It was also uh, specifically used by the Supreme Court in Everson versus Board of Education, which said uh, they ruled that no person could be punished for entering or professing religious beliefs or disbeliefs, for church attendance or non-attendance. No tax in any amount, large or small, can be levied to support any religious activities or institutions, whatever they may be called, or whatever form they may adopt to teach or practice religion. So some very important documents for the separation <laughs> of church and state that have been coming into question again due to the whole tire playground <clears throat> things that we've talked on the previous episodes and mostly in support of the individual schools, the Catholic schools where the schools are getting government funds for bringing private the private schools more more kids and so In any case, I just thought it was an important document, important uh, letter that Jefferson wrote, so I thought I would mention it.
1: Yeah, I I was going to say it's another piece of proof about what our founding fathers intended, and that we could use it as evidence, you know, that the founding fathers did intend there to be a separation between church and state, but then I realized it doesn't doesn't matter, because they'll just say, oh, that was, you know, Thomas Jefferson, and he doesn't matter as much, and it doesn't matter because it doesn't fit with what we believe, so it's irrelevant, so...
0: Yeah, the Founding Fathers and their documents only matter when it comes to the Second Amendment, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think so. (laughs) They'd
2: find a way to dismiss it if, in the letter, he made a prophecy that in 2016, Donald Trump was going to be president and don't allow that. It would be an awful thing and he'll be all over the... They'll find a way to go, "Eh, I don't know about this letter.
1: Exactly,
0: (laughs) yeah.
2: So, it doesn't matter what's written on it.
0: No. Logic does not really play into this, so... So I was going to ask if there were any uh, any religious stories that you guys had, but uh, it sounds like the, there wasn't a whole lot. But I did want to mention the conversation that I had, had with uh, with my mother over the holidays. She was reading some book. I, I'm not sure what it was, and I wouldn't want to promote it in any case. But she was reading a book that described how how the shepherds knew where to find the baby Jesus. And in this book, it had talked about the manger and that the the angel came to the shepherds and said that you will find him laying in a manger. And the, then the shepherds were able to deduce that, well, manger in Hebrew means something along the lines of uh, uh, an innocent, a, 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 a like a baby sheep somehow. I don't know what it was. It didn't make any sense to me because she was talking about how manger in Hebrew means blah, blah, blah. And the thing that keyed off with me, the entire New Testament wasn't written in Hebrew, it was written in Greek, so I don't know what her reference to Hebrew was supposed to be. Or, And if you read the, the actual uh, verses in the Bible, it specifically says that the angel came to them and said, seek him in a, the, the town of David, which at the time was, was Bethlehem, so... I don't know what it was trying to do. It was, it was pushing off a, a, you know, it was supposed to be a very emotional story, I guess, and get mm-hmm. you feeling good about how, you know, the angel predicted certain things to happen, and it, it just didn't make any sense whatsoever.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I and mean, she was talking about the the manger as if it was the the building that they were in. And I'm like, wait a second. On my iPad, I'm like, manger, All right? That's the thing that it's an animal trough, and they use it as a crib. No, you know. You know Away in a manger, no cri- a crib no crib for a bed. So I'm like, I don't know what she's talking about. I'm just not going to say anything. I'm going to see her quietly on my iPad. <laughs> was- that was a s-
3: strong choice by the both of you. Yeah. <laughs> As the correct answer over the holidays was, yeah. that's a nice story, mom. Thank you. I'll have more pie.
0: We didn't even go that far. We just kind of just sat there and listened and went. <laughs> like, but nah. uh, the thing that it brought up to me is the the fact that people who are very religious... Have not really even done any research into their own religion. Like, I, I, I guess that's the thing that I don't understand: is how can you believe in something that is so fundamental to you know what you think you where your beliefs come from, and yet not really understand where it comes from, not have done a, a little research at <laughs> least. But, <laughs> yeah, but well, if probably- well, you're
2: dumb enough to believe the religion already, why would you do any research? I I guess I mean that would, I, that would imply that you were like smart enough to look at it from different angles and be like, "Well, wait a minute." Or
1: <laughs>
0: I would like
2: to, you know what I'm saying? Like you, they just don't go hand in hand. Right.
0: There's no questioning. Yeah. I think that I would just change it from from what you said, said being dumb to deceived. Mm. I don't I mean, cuz there are a lot of smart people who do believe but apparently just haven't done any research at all, which I guess fits the the narrative, right? Right. I mean, and
1: that's and that's hammered in early and often. Don't question faith. That's what faith is. Faith, faith, faith. You have to just believe despite the evidence in front of your eyes. That's part of the magic.
0: Yeah, yeah, very true. I like what Jeff said. Uh, religious belief is unexamined by most religious people. Yeah, 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 exactly. I and I just don't get it, I, but. So that was... We did, however, intervene when she started to talk about uh, the transgender Barbies and how she didn't like how the transgender Barbies were being forced onto people. (laughs) And I'm like, nobody's forcing anyone to buy a Barbie. Like, (laughs) Oh, I got mine in the mail yesterday. (laughs) My government-issued transgender transgender Barbie. Barbie. Mine was was
2: also delivered by armed courier.
0: (laughs) You will accept this and you will like it. (laughs) It got to the point where she, she was like, well expressing what she had th- had thought about transgender and, and and gay people that they uh you know it she she said that she believed that that was it Life came choice. from the way they were raised and I'm like no 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 <laughs> then I had I had to step in I can't just let that go <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, what if what if her
1: what would be grand nieces or something or grand nephews I don't remember which way around is transgendered so
0: yeah <laughs> But again, when she brought that up, it was a it was a quiet, you know, whispering. Well, you know, I, we have one of them in <laughs> our family. Oh, <laughs>
1: I just I just call him Pat because that's what I know his name is. <laughs>
2: yeah. Let me let me ask you guys a question because this is a little kind of along the same lines. Over the holiday, I did hear a story about a comedian who, in the middle of his set, was forced to leave the stage. I think he was playing at a college. And some of the kids got up on stage and were like, sorry, you have to go. We're mm-hmm. we're shutting it down and he was like, What? I don't understand. And they made an excuse that the uh technical staff was leaving or some bullshit like that. Now, let me tell you the joke that he said that got him off air, and you tell me if this is bad. He said, um there he was on the conversation of gay people and he goes, You know how I know being gay is not a choice? Because there are black gay guys. And no one who's black is going, I'm going to double down on the hatred and be gay today as well. And he goes, the only person who's making any choices about being gay is Mike Pence because he is clearly gay and he's choosing not to be every morning. And that is the joke that got him kicked off the stage.
0: Mm.
1: That's, no, um, that's a funny joke.
3: Well, it is a funny joke. I, I don't know. Unless the technical staff was Mike Pence. In that case it's very <laughs> offensive. <laughs>
1: but Oh, I didn't know that's what the, the part that they were anxious. No, no, about. it's not
2: the Mike Pence part. It was the being black and being gay.
1: Because remember <laughs> that's college
2: That's a fair point.
1: But college campuses nowadays I don't remember if it was, somebody went on a rant about this recently and, and Bill Maher does periodically, about college campuses are places to question to question everything. You're supposed to go there and ask lots of questions and be questioned in your beliefs. But there are very safe spaces for this current generation of kids who are you know not taught how to debate anything and and get butt hurt when people question them about anything.
0: I think it was Van Jones that I saw most recently going on about that he, okay, yeah. he's he's on there's a video on the internet. You can pull up Van Jones talking about speaking at college. He sums it up pretty nicely but yeah i i don't i, I mean I guess the they thought that the a line was crossed when you brought some sort of racist comment in with the whole... But is that really racist?
1: I don't think so. No. Right,
3: right. That was not disparaging to black people in any way. He was just saying that black people have a tough go of things. Mm -hmm. I know there are gay black people. Why would someone choose to be gay once they have already been, you know, once they... Marginalized. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. I get it. And I I get the joke, and Mm -hmm. I, I don't understand... Yes, it would take some
2: work to be offended by that. <laughs> well, I, so I think these kids are just lying in the weeds waiting for anything. Yeah. You know, go, hey, he said bla- – did he say black guy? Oh,
0: uh, yeah, that's that's a problem. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that might offend one person in a million, so we can't have that.
0: The whole kids lying in wait, you know, it, waiting to be offended by stuff, I—that that is completely true. People mm-hmm. are just – waiting for somebody to say something so that they can, you know, act it's, all offended. And maybe right. they are offended, but... Oh, listen to listen to this story.
2: This is also along the same lines. I'd like to get your opinion on this, especially Karen's.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this woman whose name is slipping, is it Jen Siskland? Something like... I'll have to look it up. I'm sorry. I didn't write any of this down. But she's like a, a talking head in politics and stuff like that. Mm. And she made a claim on Twitter saying, I will not vote for any white male candidate for the Democratic Party this year. It's all about women and minorities. We've proven that. So I will absolutely not vote for uh, any white males. And Hmm. uh, there's this pretty progressive guy who does a show on Facebook called David Pakman. He's kind of part of in the Young Turks area. I think he's part of their network. Tweeted back to her, he goes, you know, as a progressive, I can't even stand by what you just said because that's – not only is that sexist, but it's also racist. And then she blocked him, hmm. right? And everybody jumped on him. And then she posted on his Facebook page that that he's a terrible person and that she was going to call – he was an adjunct professor at Boston College and that she was going to call Boston College and get him fired, which she did.
1: <laughs> she got him fired or she just no, called him?
2: Well, he's an, he wasn't teaching at the time, so hmm. he's not sure what she said when she called them.
0: Hmm. Wow. Is that crazy? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) I guess it was posed to Karen, but... (laughs)
2: Well, as a woman, I mean, I don't... (laughs)
1: I I have in the past, you know, if I'm looking at two different candidates and I find them both equally good, one is male and one is female, I will opt for the woman. Just to counter the historical bias against women in politics and, well, everywhere except for, you know... But that's two
2: candidates who are equal on every... Like assuming that they equal.
1: were both right. equal. yeah. And the, For local elections and stuff especially, you'll get a slew of people and the, it's for the school board. What the fuck do I care? But as long as they have a reasonable platform of what I can find, I'll opt for the woman if it's, if everything else is equal. But I will certainly vote for men if they're the better candidate.
2: What about making a blanket statement? No, it's that, wrong. Was that sexist and racist?
1: I don't know. I don't think it's – well, not oh. I don't think it's sexist and racist. Now, all I right, think- let
2: me ask the boys. Now, was that sexist and racist? <laughs>
3: um.
0: I'm waiting on Ian to respond.
2: <laughs> I here is what
3: I have been told, and I have not done the proper research to know if this is true or not. It is neither sexist nor racist because to to be for that to be the offense, you have to have the power, and since neither minorities nor women have power they are incapable of the of committing that like bullshit that's just what (laughs) i've been told i did not say that it was true
2: okay i was wondering i was like are you you believe that
3: like because you know minorities do not have the power Then they you know when they act against someone solely on the basis of race it is not racist because they are the minority
0: yeah i completely agree with uh with jared on this that is, for you to say, I'm not going to vote for somebody because they're male and white, that is both sexist and racist. Incredibly. Because you yeah. said male and white. Right. Hmm. I am, I'm, am interested in, in uh, Jeff said that no, he agrees, no, neither, uh, racist or sexist. So, <laughs> Well, I, <laughs> I,
1: I think that whether that's racist or sexist is, is kind of beside the point, really. I don't think that's the, the fundamental question. The fundamental question is, should she be making a decision based on the person's Gender to counter what you know, white men voters have been doing
0: historically for you know since the beginning of this country. Well, white white male voters have been doing since is well beyond not voting for women. They've been not letting women run, so completely suppressing yeah. anyone who isn't white and male. So, so we we already call it unacceptable
1: that they do it. So, but then how
0: does it further your cause for you to do it?
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's kind of like your 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 friends, who one of whom's a Republican, the other one's a Democrat. The Democrat only votes to cancel out her spouse's vote. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's I don't think you should do it based on whether the person's gender or race. You should do it based on the politics, and you should do it based on the person that you're voting for. I think the whole thing is just wrong.
2: So if yeah. you're not doing it on the politics, then you're a racist and a sexist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think we can generally ag- agree that we're kind of agreeing here. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's close, but it's tough. Uh, I mean, I, again, about the agreeing. I, mm, I, no. I, I think that it's the whole situation seems seems shocking. The idea that you could state something publicly mm. and then that someone would publicly have a different opinion from you and your response would be, I need to destroy them financially. <laughs> right. And prevent them from responding to my different opinion ever again. Like, yeah, that she, is. Said,
2: she she claimed that she didn't want him poisoning young minds.
0: <laughs> yeah, see that that's complete bullshit. I uh, freedom of speech, I completely agree, and I know First Amendment freedom of speech is the government I'm not interfering, but I you're allowed to have your opinion. Mm. If you believe that the Nazi party was right, you should be allowed to voice that. You should then be known as a Nazi sympathizer. And and yes, you'll pay the price for being associated with with that cause, but you should have the right to speak out. I, I, even if I disagree with it in the core of my being, and even if 90% of the people disagree with it, you should be able to speak your mind. Yeah, her reaction to it was
1: a complete, I am right, we're not going to have a discussion about it, I'm going to push you down, because by doing so it makes me feel better. Her reaction to it was a hundred percent incorrect. Yeah. I think it might be worth
2: noting that David Pakman is a white male, by the way.
1: I, I don't. I think it's it, yeah. It, it is irrelevant, real, but yeah. It's good to know. Yeah. <sighs> no, she she. Why put your opinion on the internet if you're not willing to have a conversation about it? If you're not willing to have your opinions questioned, just go back in your hole and shut up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, where I, I think I'm looking at a different angle. You're like, why would you even say that? I'm like. How could you be for women's rights and being equal and then completely shut down white males and think that's okay?
0: Yeah. I understand where the disparity is coming from because it has been, you know, women have been so put oh. down on for so long.
3: Right. Mm. I will help you, Jared, in case you are genuinely confused. No one wants equality. Anybody who claims they want equality is lying. They want the power to swing their way so they can squeeze everybody who squeezed them. <laughs> no one wants equality.
2: It's a fucking lie. I do. <laughs> I really do. I don't, I mean, I'm just like, like, I just hate it when things swing the opposite way and people are just like, well, fuck you, white people. You know, like, I'm just like, "Ugh." but I thought we were going for equal. Now we're just going for smash us now. Yes.
1: Well, yeah, we'll talk about tribalism a lot on this podcast. And yeah, it's it's all about getting your tribe to the top of the top of the stack.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I, but, then, but can't you do that by and like couldn't her tweet had just said, oh, my God, this is going to be a great year for, you know, there's so many women candidates and so many minority candidates. You know, it's just it's a really diverse field. And I'm really happy about that. That would like, be fine. That would have been perfectly fine.
1: Right. If you even want to go so far as to give women a bit of a nudge up. It's, all right, so somebody is – you know, the, the white male is 90% of his, of his platform and the woman is 80%. Do you vote for the 80% because she's a woman? I could see that argument. I can see making that um, calculation and going, I'm going to vote for the woman. But doing it regardless, even if she's 20% of, of her platform, that doesn't make any sense it's illogical
0: i completely agree it because there are there are some women i mean we're going to be talking about one later in regard to the ohio stuff that she should not be in office anywhere at any time Mm. (laughs) but i completely would support getting another woman in office yeah so yeah just just voting for somebody because they're a woman I, i to me that is sexist and now and like you said though I am all for getting more women into office, not just the representation of the gender, but also the fact that the stability, Mm. when you get a, having a guys club, that's a real thing. And it's definitely been a real thing in politics and that's caused a lot of problems. So anytime
1: you put a whole bunch of men in a, a situation where there are no women around, bad things come out of it. Most of I, the time.
0: Again, I'm going to say, say what Jeff I, I, said, that his, his statement against the, that blanket statement, only vote for women, his his response would be Sarah Palin. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah and that's kind of the point. There are bad women out there, too.
0: Yes, women are equal.
2: They're equally just as bad as men. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I, I actually <laughs> tend to disagree with that.
2: There I think mean, Sarah
1: Palin, No.
2: Okay. <laughs> what about Christian Nielsen? Christian Nielsen.
1: Well, sure, there are okay, there are plenty of so bad women. So there are a lot of bad women too, right? There are a lot of bad women. Yes, but I think on the whole, statistically, as an average, women tend to be more empathetic and more group oriented. So the, the good of the tribe instead of and the tribe being, you know, the human tribe, not just how many um lobbyist dollars can I pack into my pockets.
2: I might agree with you 10 years ago, but I've seen a lot of women <laughs> get behind Trump.
1: We we're catching up, I'll give you that. But I think still, statistically, women are more empathetic.
2: Actually, I'm going to say since there's more women on the planet, you guys are worse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, China's dragging us down.
0: <laughs> it's all boy
1: child's over there.
0: Wow. Okay. It is. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. But the, just if you were to take that phrase out of context, China's dragging us down. That was. Is- <laughs> A bad statement to have out of context. (laughs) Sure.
3: Thankfully, we'll teach them a lesson with tariffs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Please. (laughs) All right, I'm going to hit a couple uh, couple of follow-up articles that I saw. uh, with The cross in Missouri that we talked about in Ozark, Missouri. Uh, They have reached a middle ground of very weird proportions so the freedom from religion foundation sent the letter saying hey you have a cross on government property don't do that they have agreed that so it was lit all this season and so the freedom from religion foundation is moving forward with a lawsuit but then they after the season they said okay we're going to look and see what our options are for the future but for right now we're going to fold down the arms of the cross, therefore it will just be a pole, and we won't be turning the lights on anymore because the season's over, and then we're going to figure out what we're going to do next season.
1: It's a Festivus pole? <laughs> I,
0: I don't know. To me, it's very strange, hmm. because it, they're folding in the arms of the cross. In any that case.
3: Something <laughs> That's weird.
0: I, yeah. Very odd middle ground at the moment, so we'll we'll see where how it goes next year, I guess
3: right. They tried to make us take us down, but we didn't see yeah. still up, I bet you that crosses up next year,
0: yeah, I bet it is, but we well, well, so, like, until
3: the season's over, and then they'll fold the
0: arms <laughs> back in and they'll go, I don't know, we'll have to see you next year, and yeah, mm-hmm. continue. In any case, very odd situation in Missouri. Also, I wanted to, uh, a little bit of follow up on Kavanaugh. I saw this article on Vice and nowhere else. The 83 ethics complaints that were lodged against Kavanaugh during the confirmation hearings. This isn't anything about anything he did previously. This was about the confirmation hearing how he was accosting Democratic senators and yelling and not respecting their office and making partisan statements and growing irate about the, uh, the allegations being brought forth. There were 83 ethics complaints about his actions during the confirmation hearings. Wow. They've all been dropped because the eight judges convened... So Justice, uh, Chief Justice Roberts convened a panel of eight judges to look at the ethics complaints and the judges came back and said well yes we these should definitely be looked into but we're being established by a Put together by judges, so it's not constitutional. But he has now been confirmed to the Supreme Court, which is a constitutional position. So we don't have any right to say whether or not he did anything wrong. uh, So we're just dismissing the charge.
1: So because he is now a sitting Supreme Court justice, nobody has authority over him. The only action that can be taken is um, impeachment? Correct. Okay. Okay.
0: Wow. So basically, they said, "Yeah, all that stuff that he uh, he did during the confirmation hearing, somebody should look into that." But uh, it can't be us or any other. And they, the reasoning didn't quite make sense to me because they said that they they're federal judges, but they're appointed by Congress, and the Supreme Court is established by the Constitution, so they can't outrank that constitutional provision, so they can't make a ruling. And mm. yet they were appointed. ...by the Chief Justice Roberts. So, why wouldn't they have legal standing? To, right. Because they were appointed by the Supreme Court. So, to me, it doesn't make much sense. But, in any case, that's what they said. They said, we don't have any standing, so we're dismissing the 83 ethics complaints.
2: That wow. title is so misleading, though. I did see that about two weeks ago. when it, when, it, when they, But the way that it says they were dropped, like, whoever filed these complaints to a moron who doesn't know what's going on goes oh they mysteriously were all dropped as if they were fake right Mm. you know you don't get into the nitty-gritty of what was going on it's more like they were dismissed not
0: dropped correct yeah the people who filed the complaints did not drop them yeah Yeah, and
2: dismissed for a very particular reason right i don't know i mean maybe the house will look into kavanaugh but who knows
1: and they can send it over to the senate who will go oh that's not very interesting we're not going to look at that yeah
2: I just don't understand how any of this shit works at <laughs> any time. Like, you know, like, oh, you can't indict a sitting president. Really? Why? Yeah, like, and where does it actually like, say what, that? Like, we're all rational human beings, at least I would hope so. Can't we just be like, I mean, by that rationale, Trump could kill somebody, and they couldn't do anything about it?
1: The, the thing that's supposed to happen is the Senate is supposed to impeach him. That's what's in the Constitution.
0: You're correct. The judiciary could not do anything about him. The The executive branch, the FBI, the CIA, mm. n- nobody could arrest him. That because is- he,
1: he is the head of the executive branch. People that work for him would have to
0: arrest him is the problem. That's why it is the job of the Senate to do it. I suppose that might be true if you have, like, a chief of police who did something. Nobody underneath him can arrest him. They would have to either go to the FBI or to another jurisdiction. Right.
1: Well, it's not they can't. It's just that they have internal policies that they won't.
0: Hmm. Well, Uh, if it's uh, not uh,
2: written, then you can do it. (laughs) That's anything I've learned watching Trump.
1: Yeah very true i mean yeah there is no law that says that um you know the fbi can't file charges against or you know the attorney general's office can't file charges against the president it's just that they have a policy not to do it now i think under normal circumstances that's a reasonable policy but these are not normal circumstances (laughs)
2: like i mean and again I, i i sorry that i keep derailing the show but, mm. that's fine. <laughs> like, what if Trump just lost his shit in the middle of the meeting and, like, jumped over the desk and tried to gra- and like grab somebody and, like, threw him against the wall?
1: First of all, he would not be able to get his leg up on the table. <laughs> all
2: right. I'm just, again, this is hypothetical. <laughs>
1: he, he trots around the desk. Okay.
2: Yeah. And, like, grabs Chuck Schumer and he's like, give me my
1: goddamn fucking wall. I you don't know. put it past somebody who hasn't already done that. No, oh, against Schumer?
2: I'm sure here. in private he's, yeah. I'm sure he's, you know. He's probably got David (laughs) Miscavige-type assaults against him. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me to hear that Trump has done something like that to, you know, a Stephen Miller or, you know, one of the Trump Mm. specials.
1: I put him actually more in the verbally abusive category of despicable human being. Oh, well.
0: I think we all know. I don't know. There's a true. well, yeah.
2: not not a well documented story, but I've heard it more than once that Donald Jr.'s roommate said that uh, his father came to pick him up to go to a Yankees game mm. one time, and he knocked on the dorm room door or the apartment door or whatever, and Donald Jr. opened the door and he was wearing a Yankees jersey, and Donald Senior smacked him in the face and was like, "Go put a suit
1: on, <laughs> to go to a baseball game."
2: Yeah, huh.
1: I believe it. Yeah. But so,
2: say he does this though. Like and that everyone would just be like, Okay, we can't charge him with assault, we can't do anything. That's just we
0: just let our president
2: do whatever he wants. He,
1: he can be charged after he's out of
0: office. And I think that like it like you said, if he were to attack Schumer, Schumer would then go and get a you know, try and get an ethics review started, try to get movement for an impeachment. Right,
2: is, and then the Senate would just be like, No. Yeah.
0: Exactly. yeah. So
2: that's just so weird to me.
0: That's why you should be careful who you elect president. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we'll learn from this. So, <laughs> yeah. Some things that I wanted to make note on Trump. There's not a lot of articles here, but uh, there was a editorial. I believe an editorial. It was in the Washington Post, and I thought it was very interesting. It says, when the new year begins next week, President Trump will have an acting chief of staff, an acting secretary of defense, an acting attorney general, an acting EPA administrator, no interior secretary, no ambassador to the UN nations. The officials originally in all those positions have either been fired or have quit in various measures of disgust or scandal. His former campaign chairman, Deputy campaign chairman, national security advisor, and personal lawyer have all pleaded guilty to crimes. His campaign, his transition, his foundation, and his business are all under multiple investigations. So, <laughs> it looks like it, sh- it will continue to you be- tired a- of winning? <laughs> yeah, tired of winning. It'll continue to be an interesting year, coming year for Trump. Mm.
2: This year is going to be a shit show. Yeah. Yeah all away ar- the, around with Democrats and Republicans.
1: Well, and to tie it back into the, you know, the, the God thing, the tweet of God, which if you're not following it, you need to follow the tweet of God. It's freaking hilarious. On the 30th of December, he said, wishing you all a happy and healthy 2020 because 2020, 2019 is going to suck. I'm like,
0: oh, <laughs> God damn it.
1: <laughs> I
0: really want to know what that guy knows. <laughs> <laughs> is he cute? <Q? laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I did read an article that I completely forgot to link in, but it went into how Pence is completely complicit on several of the different things, including uh, the Flynn stuff, the stuff that Flynn is, has pleaded guilty to, and the stuff that Manafort has, has been pleading guilty to. So it really ties in the whole administration. So the argument of, you know, if Trump is impeached, Pence would be worse, one, no, I don't believe that. Uh, I understand where the sentiment is coming from, but I still don't think Pence would be worse. But I think Pence is wrapped in it as well. I don't think Pence is... Really? Yeah. Again, I will try and look for that article and see if I can put it on the webpage.
1: It just uh,
2: seems like his name never comes up in any of these things.
1: Well, I think that one thing that Trump will do, though, is he will make sure that everybody that surrounds him is as complicit as he is, so he can spread the guilt and keep the control. So I'm sure that there is stuff against Pence. What interests me about that is the line of secession to the presidency. Right. And the and the timing of it. Unless they are removed from office at the same time, Nancy does not get does not get to become president. Because let's say in some outlandish scenario that um maybe Trump, you know, chokes on a French fry. I don't know. Then Pence becomes president, appoints somebody vice president, and if then Pence is taken out by investigation, whatever, that appointee becomes president nancy doesn't get in unless the president and the vice right. president are it would have out to be a simultaneous time. yes right simultaneous purge yes. but
2: i believe trump to be the type of person who would try to take pence down with him yeah just to be a dick
1: yep I, I believe that too i think it's he would try to uh dangle pence out as a well if you go easy on me i'll give you pence <laughs>
2: he's constantly trying to lead mike into rooms and shit like that and in on phone calls and he likes like I don't want to be, no I don't need to be on that phone call. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well the whole thing with the democrats was bizarre when he had uh, Chuck and Nancy in the in the oval office and we had our uh, pens on a shelf.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Because yeah, I think he knows too that he's like I'll oh, just keep quiet and I'll be president eventually. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, you know god whispered to him. And told him he would be so.
2: Hmm. Just ride the coattails of the most despicable men in the country, and you will be president one day.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's the Christian thing to do. Whoa. So the other thing, uh, well, another thing that I have on Trump, uh, CNN Politics, uh, they put out an article about the the daughters of the foot doctor who mm. gave who gave Trump the waiver to get out of serving in the military, get out of the draft. draft. Hmm. The daughters have come forward and say that their father would often joke and tell stories about that and that he did it as a favor for uh, Fred Trump, his father. No doubt. Fred Fred Trump came to him and said, hey, you know that place you live in that I (laughs) own? I will uh, keep things, you know, in tip-top shape. And they actually say that they would call Fred Trump when there was a problem and Fred would get it taken care of right away. Like, he was always on top of it. And in return, uh, the doctor said, oh, yeah, your son has bone spurs. He can't serve in the military.
2: And didn't he get an apartment, like, the next week in in a Trump facility?
1: I think there were two doctors involved. or It might have been the other doctor, but, yeah, Yeah. one of the podiatrists. And I think it was the podiatrist's office was in a Fred Trump building. Not his house, but same diff. It's actually the podiatrist's office front is still there on the building. (laughs) Hmm. In yeah, Brooklyn, that would make sense. I think, in Queens, uh, Queens I think it
0: is. But apparently this was a family story that was laughed about regularly according to uh the daughters now. Of course, you know, that's not surprising to anyone. I don't think that no. Trump no. <laughs> fake that. Yeah. <laughs> no.
1: I do find it curious so there must have been some other strings pulled though because you can't use a civilian doctor excuse for a military doctor. The military doctor has to agree to it still. So I would I would guess that there was more to it. We just don't know what that is. I mean, I, having the civilian doctors say bone spurs on heels can't serve in the military is a good step forward. But why would the military doctors agree if it wasn't real? So there's probably more to the story and well, more bribery or something.
2: I don't know. Like, when I heard the story, I was like, Ugh, okay, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's funny. It's. I mean, I kind of figured that's what it was. But in the end, what are we going to do?
0: Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. It's just – I want to bring it up because I know that there are a few people, uh, including Dustin, uh, ex-military. And I know that Dustin isn't one of these, but how do you serve in the military for any reason and look at Trump and go, yeah, he's okay? I mean, from what he's done, he's draft complete draft dodger. He got out of the military, you know, got out of serving himself. Um, he is – used them politically he's used veterans and active military politically in his campaign and rally speeches
2: but he has... said that his personal war was avoiding stds in the, in <laughs> yeah. during the vietnam war yeah.
0: but then no, I... you know ragged on mccain about not being a true hero because he got captured i mean can you someone who is that cowardly make those statements about someone who has served in the war and still and be active military or re- retired or veteran yourself, and and think that it's okay. I I, well, I can't no, wrap they, my head. They're around
3: riding. That. They're riding high on that huge ten percent increase in pay that they just <laughs> got from him, which they haven't got in years.
1: Right. <laughs> now, which which he, the
2: president doesn't even make that decision.
1: Right. No, it's rationalization. It, it, they say, well, it, it, you know, Donald didn't do that. Fred Trump did that. It's not. I'm sure Donald didn't have anything to do with that. You're getting yeah, in. but what
2: about the shitting on John McCain? I mean, I thought that would be—I would have like thought that a was. deal breaker right there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, or shitting on Robert Mueller. Yeah, you know, a guy who who came from an affluent family and actually did join the you know the war. You know, also was head of the FBI during nine eleven. Like I, and it's funny you brought that up because I was just thinking about that the other day. Have you guys seen the GoFundMe for the wall? <laughs> I'm I've not looked at it, but I'm aware that it is doing well. The last time I checked, it was about $13 million it was at. Holy
0: crap. Wow.
2: And the guy who started it is a triple amputee from Iraq or Afghanistan, one of the other ones, former military. And I'm like, why would this guy support Trump? Like, you went into the military, you're you're disfigured, Mm. dismembered, or whatever, Mm. and you look at this guy like, yeah, this is the guy I want to back, this rich asshole who's never probably broken a sweat in his life. Doing any hard work.
1: Mm. And I'm like,
2: yeah, I'm going to start this $13 million, this wall fund thing. Which, by the way, is dumb. They're never going to hit their fucking billion dollar mark. No, no.
1: and the, the money can't be used to do anything in the federal government anyway. I don't know what the hell they're going to do with it.
2: I think they're just trying to make a statement. But it's, I don't know if it's backfiring or well, not. No, he's I look a triple like,
3: amputee. Hopefully he gets
2: to keep it. Well. No, it's a go <laughs> me. If you don't hit the goal, the money goes back to everybody. Ah, uh, okay.
1: Oh, the goal is a billion? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're going to make that. <laughs>
2: Um, but on top of that, like, do you know what they, Like, they could do with $13 million? They could actually give it to homeless vets that they constantly talk about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or something. But instead, they'd rather donate this money for a goddamn brick wall or cement wall or whatever the fuck they're making it out of. <laughs> Steel slats. slats.
1: Steel slats, right.
2: <laughs> but on top of that, just in case anybody knows, Cards Against Humanity has just started their <laughs> uh, Stopping the Wall fund. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. It's awesome. Um, yes, I saw that. Yes. I, I haven't checked day two yet, but I know day one was they unveiled the trebuchet that they built. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That could totally knock down the wall, but they will not do that because that's government property. But if they wanted to, they could totally blast through that wall with their cool, awesome trebuchet. Right. <laughs> they, they also bought land on the U.S.-Mexico border.
1: <laughs> right. And they're going to fight eminent domain in court for as long as they can for their acre of land.
0: Yeah. They just want to tie it all up with their lawyers. Yep. They're up to $18.5 by the way. (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, yeah, the shutdown is still going on. You have government workers who are not getting a paycheck. And Trump pulled the raise that was supposed to go into effect for federal workers. Uh, There was supposed to be a a raise going into effect today. Mm -hmm. He pulled that.
1: that. Yeah, that's a slightly – there's a few more details to that story that didn't get widely published because I was interested in trying to figure out what happened. It was at the Senate or the House needed to act in order to get the 1.8% increase to federal workers. But if they didn't, it was going to default to a 2.1% increase. And instead of allowing the 2.1% increase to go through, he stopped it. And so the Senate and the House needs to deal with it still. Yeah. So he he could have just let it go. It's 2.1% for Christ's sake. Just let it go. But it wasn't you know it wasn't something that had already you know been. Um, sent through and he stopped it It, he he stopped the kind of the default action from happening right so
2: greatest american president ever yeah this is the thing uh, this is probably the same thing i heard about him freezing government wages that's probably what you're talking about right yeah 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 Yeah. so
1: well he he also told um people that were struggling with their rent you know go talk to the landlord and see if you can do chores around the place (laughs) he didn't
2: actually say that did he
1: yeah yes he did
2: well, I know you said that all the government employees um, that are going without pay are behind the wall, even though they're all de- most of them are Democrats.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no.
2: And they're they're okay with not getting paid.
1: <laughs> no, no, paycheck to paycheck. Some of these people. I mean, you're not talking about people that are making a hundred thousand dollars. You're talking about the people that are you know sweep the floors that make forty thousand. Oh,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa! You're telling me that Paul Ryan's still getting paid?
1: Yes, Paul Ryan is still getting paid. Well,
2: I know. I know. <laughs> that was the that was the joke.
1: Yeah. Well, except that I think he's out now, isn't he? he retired, didn't he? I guess a couple of days uh, ago. The third. The third. Yeah. Okay. So soon. <laughs> then he'll just, you know, retire with full health care and a full retirement package until he dies.
0: So And the idea that he that Trump would have, you know, said something like that. Did, did you hear what he said to the seven-year-old while taking the, the <laughs> NORAD tracking Santa? You know, how NORAD, you know, quote-unquote, tracks Santa, and they take phone calls and, and tell kids where Santa is currently, mm. and Melania and and Donald did this. They took phone calls from kids, and they did it in front of reporters to be like this big, you know, press event of, well, you know, he's, he's interacting with children, and did you hear about the seven-year-old named oh, yes. uh, Coleman Lloyd? He asked this kid, seven years old, who called to find out where Santa was right then. He asked this kid, are you still a believer in Santa? Because at seven, it's marginal, right? <laughs> what a dumbass. I mean, he's a complete idiot. He has... I just can't fathom the level. Luckily,
2: the kid didn't understand what he was saying, because they. I've, I saw the other side of that video where the parents were filming him. hmm or I thought it was a girl, actually, but they were just like, uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. What? <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: what? Why is the president asking me this?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just the level of mentality that our president has. Yeah, th- w- like we said it a million times before, it's zero
2: empathy. Mm. Yeah. I imagine he ruined that for Baron, like, the moment Baron was like, when's Santa comes, He's like, there's no Santa. I buy all your shit for you.
1: <laughs> or I re-gift things to you.
2: Well, actually, your nanny bites it <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> out of the fun that I have. <laughs> now go sit on your golden lion so we can take a horribly creepy fucking family photo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, the Chris- the annual Christmas photo of, of Donald and Melania was just Donald and Melania. I mean, the older kids, they don't live there, but where's Baron? Why isn't Baron in the family photo in the White House? It was weird.
2: Didn't you hear he ran away because he thought his father might be the Antichrist? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if only he could. <laughs> all right so uh, a few other things that i had i thought this one was hilarious uh there's an article in think progress Uh, generally it's not hilarious but it's uh the specifics of the one story is interesting the idea uh, behind the article is how churches are becoming these like financial black holes because and are being embezzled by people who are in charge of the church treasury apparently According to Center for the Study of Global Christianity, they estimate that Christian churches lose $63 billion each year worldwide due to ecclesiastical crime. So it's people within the church skimming or embezzling money out of the church funds. And it's because there's, there's no one to track it. Like if somebody else in the church doesn't verify, there's no tracking of this fund. They don't have to file. They don't have to do anything except just put the money in a bank so and that 63 billion uh it's estimated that that's roughly 16 percent of the church's total income
2: is the majority of this scientology (laughs) um i don't do they fall under that same category they don't have to report any of that shit
0: yes they don't have to file
2: with the irs they don't god that is fucking insane yes so they could be like purchasing nuclear weapons
0: Well, I think those are tracked separately. (laughs) Okay. But this is for the study of global Christianity, which I don't believe they would, you know, they would.
3: Uh, They do not include Scientology in global Christianity. They wouldn't review
0: any Scientology Mm -hmm. churches or money at all. And I mean, these are more
2: like the two nuns who went on that, the (laughs) Vegas trips.
0: (laughs) Exactly. That was the part that I thought was hilarious, that apparently two nuns skimmed half a million dollars over a decade and then went went to Las Vegas and gambled it away. <laughs> but they, no no, no charges were filed against them because when they came back, they said they were really, really sorry. So,
1: Well, they did a whole bunch of uh, novenas and a, and a couple Hail Marys, and God forgave them. Yeah. It's all fine. <laughs>
3: um, I'm glad to see that if... You are not outgoing or charismatic enough for televangelism. That there's still a way to make unlimited <laughs> money in the church in service of the church.
0: Yeah, I just I find some of the numbers astounding. Americans in 2016, they estimate Americans donated more than 120 billion dollars to religious organizations. I mean, what a That's... incredible scam!
2: Yeah, and again, think about what you could do with that money.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But also on the other hand, being a despicable person myself, mm-hmm. if for some reason I was in charge of a church and I started to notice that all the money I was getting, I was like, I don't have to report this, I don't have to write this shit down. I can just do whatever I want. I'll take a hundred bucks go to the casino. <laughs> you know, I can see, I can see the allure. They are human beings. I'm not condoning it, I'm not saying it's right, but Right, no, I I, I, I I obviously it's there, but you're right, cause that'll easily Well, I'll just
3: grab a hundred bucks and go to the casino. Really easily turns it. Down. I'll just grab five hundred bucks and go to the casino. Yeah, and then yeah, as long as you're not, as long as there's no repercussions, you might as well keep treating yourself just a little more each time.
0: And the big argument that they had against reporting such events: um, okay. a lot of the churches don't report it because as soon as you report something like that, people don't feel like they should donate to the church because their money is just, you know, it's not safe
3: being squandered by some rando. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so they don't want that to get out. So you don't report it, so no punishment ever happens, which then just continues the right. embezzling of the money. I uh, I thought it was a very interesting article. Uh, again, it's on Think Progress if you want to take a look. On to some state news. I th- this was I, this made me think of you, Ian. Oh no, <laughs> because because of uh, you know where you, where your kid is at. So right. apparently in West Virginia, uh, mother got a note from school that was a. a Oh, I can't think of what it's called. It's a thing you sign off on to say your kid can do whatever.
3: Uh, Like a permission slip?
0: Permission slip. Thank you. Uh, Got a permission slip. Didn't want their kid to go to a Bible class at public school. So didn't sign the permission slip. And apparently the first day that this happened, the the teacher and principal, they were taken off guard. They didn't expect that there would be kids who didn't have the permission slip. So they handed the two kids who didn't have a permission slip uh, iPads. And put them in a coat closet for 30 minutes while the class was doing Bible study.
3: <coughs> that is unprofessional, but I'm open to
2: that. <laughs> I'm sure the kids were f- had no problem with it.
0: I don't think that the kids necessarily had a problem with it. I think the mother went, you did what? now?
2: <laughs> hey, when I was in grade school, they used to throw kids in the closet as a punishment.
0: I don't remember that ever happening, but I, I oh, don't doubt. I
2: remember you. there. Were, we had one teacher who used to do it a lot. <laughs> you, I mean, it was like a like a walk-in closet. It wasn't like a tiny closet, but you had to go in there with the lights off for like thirty minutes.
0: <laughs> you could just fish around other people's coats
2: <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So uh the mother was upset because the child was offered no alternative education and uh, apparently the closet was not a regular thing they would send them to other rooms to the library etc but then it it came to the point where the kid was being bullied other kids started telling uh, telling her that they were going to hell Another girl saw that she was reading a Harry Potter book and said, you don't need to be reading that witch magic stuff. You should be reading the Bible and was yelling at her because of this. I wonder where they got that idea, where they got the idea that they would be going to hell. kids are like little
1: sponges, aren't they? Yeah,
0: Yeah. by design. (laughs) They got to learn a lot (laughs) quickly.
3: Quickly? Wow. (laughs) Quickly? (laughs) Got this kid sponging off me for the next 14 years. (laughs) (laughs) Quickly. Man he were a caribou child he'd be good on day three i'd be like <laughs> see you later
2: <laughs> go here's the hawk go get us some food <laughs> uh
0: so in any case i thought that that was i mean it's just weird i don't know okay one it again it's a bible study in a public school so there's that whole yeah situation but then to go oh there's a kid that I don't have a permission slip from. I, okay, stick that kid in a closet with an iPad. Like I just don't. What's well, better than in a closet without an iPad? <laughs>
2: I suppose. Hey, what about throwing a young Jewish boy out of a Christmas party?
1: Yes, <laughs> also, also, wrong. also bad. And yeah. <laughs> taking away the gift that he won.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. but horrible, <sighs> Father Heinz. What a fucking piece of shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are the chosen people. What the hell? <laughs>
0: Uh, moving on yeah. to to uh, Wyoming. Uh, this is another story about a Scientologist forcing their employees to take Scientology courses. The person was told that they needed to take a Scientology course for promotion. Uh, apparently they applied for you know, pro promotion. I don't know how the business works, but they applied for a promotion and were told, well, you have to go take this class and then you have to go to, uh, what's the place in Florida with the big Scientology thing? Um I can't think, Uh, but they they had to travel to go to another Scientology class.
2: and The one in Clearwater. Clearwater, that's it.
0: Yep. And the person was like, no, and then eventually was told, yeah, you either have to do this or I'm going to, uh, you're you're going to have to seek employment elsewhere. Mm. And uh, so they have filed a lawsuit against the employer. It's some sort of a therapy place, Teton Therapy. So- I, I find it amusing because, as we stated before, if you can bring someone into Scientology, you can mm-hmm. get, what is it, 2%? 10%? What's the oh, 10%, 10%. Percent of their, of whatever they pay into Scientology? You get the top 10% for bringing them in. It's pretty a uh, pretty good deal when you can employ people and then require mm. them to go to Scientology. You get the 10, 10% off oh, of yeah. everything? hmm
2: this is kind of similar, and I don't know if you saw this story on Vice, but you remember when we were talking about down in Texas where they had the contractor signing that thing saying that you support uh, the country of Israel? Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I won't say you, anything uh, against them.
2: Yeah. It was something weird like that. Like, do you uh, honor them? I don't know how. It, it was something really weird. Mm. Uh, there was a Vice story about a woman who got fired because she wouldn't sign that. Yeah, she's Muslim. Yeah, she's mu- she's like a speech therapist at a school?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's fucking nuts.
1: Yeah, yeah, it turns d- out that is
0: illegal. That is against
1: <laughs> you, make, you want to make me a promise not to say anything bad against a country that my people are are fighting over land about. Okay, no. I'm not going to do that.
2: Well, it's even it the, the new one it's worded differently like that you that you will honor Israel or mm. I, what the it's something really we- like weird you would be like why would I do that with another country yeah. and not my own?
1: I don't understand what, what making people sign it. I, the whole thing is just bizarre. I don't get what it's for.
2: Weed out the bad ones.
1: The Muslims? What are they going for? Well, they, you wouldn't sign it either, right?
2: No. Yeah, you dirty
1: atheist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, making sure that everybody's a Christian. Well, I, so I guess it's it wrapped into the second coming of Christ thing. And what is it? Israel needs to be run completely by by the Jews in order for the second coming to happen? I don't remember. It's uh, part of that?
0: Yeah, the temple has to be rebuilt in Jerusalem. Okay, and there's several things leading up to that, but hmm. it's all so, stemming around Jerusalem.
1: So is that is this pledge something in support of that
0: happening? I'm I'm sure it is. I mean, I think you know I can't speak to to what they're t- trying to go for, but but how do you make that like a government mandate in yeah.
1: your state? Yeah, I I don't I don't think you should be able to. <laughs>
3: I love that when we're all four of us are totally confused about something, yeah. that the that the reason always, like the, the the explanation always turns out to be magical nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it can't be magical nonsense. And that, yeah, it's yeah. magical
2: nonsense. <laughs> oh well, I mean. Oh, you see, right. no, I'm I'm the I don't believe that. I always think that there's some money hmm. ulterior motive to it, and <laughs> that- you're using the magical nonsense to get the masses with you possible
3: that's fair but i can't
2: figure this one out i don't know how texas <laughs> benefits financially by them worshiping israel
1: this one might be just a pure magical nonsense one mm-hmm. i yeah i can't see that the money a- angle to this so oh, tourism dollars there's a huge tourism industry getting
0: um uh, fundamentalist well, christians to israel sure but how do they getting somebody to sign this get yeah. money from that that doesn't i don't know it's yeah. just a weeding out to non-christians i think all right, I am going to hit the, uh, the stuff over in Ohio real quick. Uh, I wanted to bring up this woman. She, I've, I've seen her before, I believe on Fox News, Janet Porter. She is apparently one of the big sp- spokespersons behind the, uh, the, the anti-abortion push. She's also done anti-LGBTQ stuff. Uh, oh, she I've is, seen her before, yeah. She's involved in a group called Faith to Action which they, they claim to be the nation's largest network of pro-family groups. She is behind, so she tried to run for office in Ohio and has failed every time. Hmm. Uh, the, she was the person that I was referencing earlier of, you know, there's a the woman that I would never vote for, <laughs> no ah, matter who. Sure. <laughs> but she has, she has taken to uh, websites and her radio program to extensively document and, and according to their, their group, the, the Faith to Action, they warned that increasing acceptance of gay rights will turn Christians into criminals who will eventually be rounded up and tossed into jail. So if you can follow this line of thinking, that if gay rights become the law in the nation, Christians who then violate that law get rounded up and tossed into jail. So that's why you have to fight gay rights. You can't just stop being dicks? That'd be easier. (laughs) Wow. So she says that anti-gay activists are warning gay activists that they they are grooming and endangering children. Like, they're not just teaching them to accept people how they are, which is what they are actually doing. They're Mm. grooming them to be more accepting of the LGBTQ agenda. So this is a person who is, I mean, just really has taken what she wants to see in the Bible and is using it, using the idea of Christianity to promote herself and, and what she believes in order to hurt other people, really. I mean, I don't think there's any two ways about it. But she is behind, she has been a huge supporter of the heartbeat ban, um, and also the the anti anti- the DE, which is what uh, what was just passed in Ohio. Mm. So we had talked about in Ohio there were uh, there were actually two abortion laws. One of them, Kasich signed, which was uh, it was Senate Bill One Forty Five. It outlawed the D and E uh, abortions, the dilation and evacuation, which is about three thousand of twenty one thousand that were performed in in twenty fifteen. So a reasonable percentage. Those are now outlawed and have been made a uh, criminal a criminal offense. Wow, with exceptions or no? No. Um, <laughs> There was uh, something about exception. It does allow exception for the life of the person carrying the fetus, if, if their life is at risk. But no exceptions for rape or incest. <laughs> rape or incest. Incense. Definitely no exception for incest.
1: <laughs> no, they
2: cannot tolerate that. <laughs> there headache. should never be. Gives me a <laughs>
0: headache.
1: What about, um? because I mean, usually at
0: that stage of pregnancy, it's because of genetic abnormalities um nothing like that it specifically states that allows exception for uh the life of the person is at risk wow that that is it Mm. so yeah he did however veto the house bill that would have banned abortions if the heartbeat was detected so yay yeah Uh, Yeah. (laughs) i suppose that's at least a good thing but he had vetoed other heartbeat bills previously, so not too surprising. We had mentioned that previously, but they are still going to, to push Janet. What's her name? Porter. Porter. Mm-hmm. She is. She has uh, since said that they are going to push the heartbeat bill again. And Mike DeWine, who has been elected into the governor position, has said that he will uh, sign it if it comes to his desk.
1: So it will Stupid come to fine. his desk. Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. Oh, no doubt.
1: Despite the fact and again, that that's. Go ahead. It's not what the population of the United States wants. It's not what the population of Ohio wants. Every time they do a poll, access to abortion is always overwhelmingly supported by the
0: populace. I'm not sure in Ohio. That I think that is true, but I'm I haven't I don't have that in front of me. Mm. But definitely in the country, that is absolutely absolutely true. But even if it weren't, the majority should not be allowed to decide sure. what's best for a single person like it's 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 a level of government interfering in your own healthcare that really doesn't need to exist in any way
3: All right I, I was more puzzled by the the uh ability to repropose the same thing over and over again yeah hey what about the heartbeat bill no okay i got a new one for you heartbeat bill <laughs> no aha have you seen the heartbeat bill <laughs> Still no? Yeah. All right, I'll wait and ask
2: the next guy, but thanks.
3: Mm. That's just,
2: that's confusing. Yeah. Well, that was like when, uh, when the Democrats had the House, when Obamacare went through, they tried to repeal it, the Republicans, 47 times. <laughs> they kept putting it up for vote.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> no?
2: And they're like, no. no, no. And I'm just like, you can just keep doing that? Just wasting our fucking time?
0: Yeah.
1: How about you do something
0: actually useful?
2: That's a lot to ask.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Ohio is not alone. Now There's an article on Rewire.news that talks about the the D&E bans. Alabama, Arkansas, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Oklahoma, Texas, and West Virginia all have D&E bans now.
3: See, I feel like I guess I just give that until right now, I gave... Ohio, just too much credit as a state. Every other thing you said, I was like, yeah, that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yep, them too. Oh, sure, of course. Oh, definitely Texas. Uh-huh. And like, as you're going down, and then oh, Ohio, and I'm like, I should have been like, yeah, Ohio.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you are they absolutely are. correct.
3: Yeah. They just stated they, they never, just the way that, that Indiana was not on my radar until Pence, started pensing it up. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Indiana is a state of scumbags. <laughs> Ohio, I thought it was just, you know. Pennsylvania just West. another yeah, just another <laughs> West Coast or not a West Coast, just another like Rust Belt blue collar state that was just down for whatever, just drinking beers and collecting unemployment. They're like, nope, <laughs> they're up to nonstop scumbaggery over there. Yeah.
0: So the next level of things is the heartbeat ban, which um they they has been blocked in Arkansas and North Dakota, judicially blocked. But uh, Iowa, it's coming up again, and as we said, in Ohio, it's coming up again. And then, even worse, are the fetal personhood that are coming up in Alabama and Arizona and West Virginia. So it's just the the attack on abortion rights is as strong as it has ever been. And oh well, they're they're just ramping up now. They've yeah. got somebody in in the Supreme Court. They are pushing everything to the wall now. Exactly. stupid kavanaugh (laughs) uh in any case i just wanted to bring that up i probably am not going to bring abortion up for a while now because uh, it just gets old after a while
3: Mm. yeah it's hanging in the balance but but at all times
0: this lame duck session has been insane that it's just been oh we we lost too many people we got to push for it as hard as we can right now mm-hmm Uh, Finally, the last thing I have is measles outbreaks uh, in the United States and Europe. Apparently, in New York and New Jersey, the uh, measles (laughs) outbreaks has uh, sickened dozens of people since November. And it's mostly in Jewish communities. Apparently, I knew it! Travelers. (laughs) I really want to know why you said that.
3: (laughs) Oh, because it was New York and New Jersey, and I was like, "Mm, they're not super famous for their, uh, you know, anti-vaxxery, but... If the show has taught me one thing, it's they are super famous for their isolated Hasidic Jewish population yeah. uh, who don't have to follow rules.
0: That is all true. And, yeah, the virus was traced back to travelers from Israel, where in Israel and in a lot of Europe, there it's the measles have reached epidemic scales, apparently. So it's... It, really easy to trace back to uh you have like you said the very pockets of Jewish believers either they travel to Israel or they have visitors from Israel and they haven't vaccinated and boom explosion in measles crazy
1: this one truly baffles me i mean these people are risking the lives of their and you know the welfare of their children based on
2: magical beliefs
1: <laughs> <laughs> well but it's not even that They're on on the basis of what Jenny McCarthy says that's even weirder.
3: That nah, it can't be all her.
1: No, it's not all it her, be- but she's a big part of it, though.
2: She started it. She
3: did.
1: It's so bizarre to me. I mean, it's the church isn't pushing this, I don't think. They're using religious examples. I mean, well, maybe in, in uh, the Jewish community, perhaps that's more of a fight against you know secular things in general medicine being one of them. but for I don't under, I don't understand it for the, the Christians necessarily or for the liberal nonsense out of California, why would you put your children's life at risk for undocumented and untrustworthy science? It's just
0: weird. They'll eat kale, they'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Faith all... In kale <laughs> kale yeah all but three US states allow parents to opt out of vaccination requirements on religious grounds.
3: Oh, what are the good states?
0: Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> you would think that that would be in the that? article, but it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, but 18 <laughs> states allow exemptions based on what they call personal belief. <laughs> so you don't even have to cite a religion.
3: Mm. Uh, Man, if Colorado turns out to be on the good state list, I'm <laughs> definitely relocating.
0: <laughs> it. It is not... Uh so okay. the three states are and this is weird i think that I think we had this in a, a nudist article recently though uh California not unexpected okay. uh West Virginia and Mississippi no way yeah. wow. wow no way um Mississippi, I think is a recent uh because they've had so many problems with uh with people getting sick from things they should be vaccinated for mm-hmm. right
1: <laughs> West Virginia huh huh. Same same reason in West Virginia would be my guess.
0: Uh, that I don't know. But I thought we just talked about an article not too long ago about Mississippi mm. uh, doing that. But yeah, so in any case, vaccines. Get your kids vaccinated. Come on. <laughs> hmm.
1: At least, I mean, at least are the ones that can actually kill them.
0: Yeah. All right. Or that is them. all that I have. Do you guys
2: have anything else? I got one small thing. Okay. I received a package in the mail the other day huh, okay <laughs> oh <laughs> oh so are all three of you aware of this yes i saw
1: your posting on it the facebook
2: yeah. oh you saw the post okay <laughs> i do not know who bought me this mug
1: <laughs> whose mug is this must, have, is been, must copying have been
2: anyone must have been one of your adoring fans mm. all right so it was you Ian. <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> it was not oh was it <laughs> no Ray, Karen, was it you?
1: <laughs>
0: yes, Wasn't me. it me. It, it definitely was me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, thank you very much. You you said you wanted a profane argument article, so now you have a you can you can have your I coffee do, I, and and support the podcast at the same time.
2: I have to say that this is a well-made mug. Hmm. Usually, when you get these kind of things, you know where they're like, yeah, we'll put your logo on anything. Like the mug's very small. You know, and it's like just enough to get the coffee in. But if you want cream in there, yeah, it's going to be spilling over the sides. And the logo is kind of like you get to feel the print over it. This coffee cup is a nice sized cup. And it, I don't know how they did this, but this label is like in the mold huh. or something. They Maybe they put some kind of finish over the mug.
1: Yeah, on top. But yeah.
2: it is well made and I will be bringing it to uh, work with me. Nice. I've already used it a couple times, but I want to use it at work so people can see it and ask me about it. So thank you very much Ray even though I wish it was one of the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's true. And if that, would, uh, mean,
1: go that ahead. would mean that one of the listeners knows your home address. So
0: that was the thing that threw me off and was making me lean towards Ian. <laughs> yeah. mm. Right, and the only reason I knew your home address was Ian. So <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if and if anybody else wants to get stuff uh, that has a Profane Argument logo, you can do so. You go to profaneargument.com, and there is a link to our Cafe Press site. And if you want something that's not on there, let me know. Maybe I can throw it on. I don't know.
2: Yeah, and I'm not shitting you about the quality. This isn't like trying to blow smoke up your ass so you buy them. Like, <laughs> I was generally surprised that it's a decent-sized mug.
0: Good. I'm glad it works. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, that is all we have for this week. Uh, if we, and, well, I got a I really need to update the script. Um, (laughs) I want to thank the Pittsburgh Atheist at Pitt Atheist for supporting the podcast and and joining us tonight. If you enjoy this podcast, you can join him and a couple others and join our patron site. You can do so at the webpage, profaneargument.com. Just click the patron link, sign up, and join us live. Uh, If you don't have the money to support us that way, you can support us by sharing on social media, leaving a review on iTunes or SoundCloud or Google play if you would like to contact us you can go to facebook.com slash profane arg or tweet at profane arg and uh we'll probably respond i think that I, do you guys do you guys see the profane arg twitter account no okay. just as a subscriber
3: okay i uh, yeah i was gonna say i don't think i log on to twitter very often <laughs> i see all things facebook related but
0: not twitter sure so the facebook facebook page is, is the easiest but no it's not
1: the easiest good lord there's a group and a page and I don't understand. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> it's the easiest for other people to go to. Just go sure. to sl- slash profaner. It'll work. <laughs> uh, if you want to check out other podcasts, we are a member of a podcast network. It's called the Soon-to-be-named Network. You can find it at uh, soon to be network.com. Different shows that can fill your podcasting needs. I want to thank everyone for listening. And until next time, Ray. Right? I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good Night and may your God go with you.
2: Well, okay,
3: enough. You've had your fun, but come on, there has got to be someone as you get to come. So numb and succumb, and God damn, I am so tired of pretending. Pushing
0: out.